Damo, do you want the first and only certified organic bone broth in Australia? Do you want a broth with no hidden thickeners, yeast extract, salt or flavour enhancers? MP, I want a broth made by hand from start to finish with nothing but love and positive vibes. Well, that's why you're left with only one broth, Damo, and that is Broth of Life. Ho, ho, ho. Choose from dehydrated bone broth in chicken, beef and lamb. You'll also find FODMAP-friendly stock. That's FODMAP-friendly stock, veggie stock and chicken salt, all available at brotheoflife.com.au. And a special for Wellness Couch listeners. Enter the code WELLNESSCOUCH2016 at the checkout before November 30 for 10% off your order. So awesome. The code again is WELLNESSCOUCH2016, only at brotheoflife.com.au. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind with your hosts, Lawrence and Karen Tam. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in life, love, and legacy. I'm your host, Lawrence, and sorry, not I, we are your hosts, we. Lawrence and Karen Tam, and uh, welcome to episode whatever number this is. <laughs> I'm excited. Are you always you excited? No, but I've been planning this. I've been planning this for weeks, and I just said to you, I can't wait anymore. I need to do this episode now. So the people listening to this podcast right now, um, you got to be aware of what's actually happening right now. That's why I flustered through that first little bit, because... First of all, I've been pushed under pressure to actually just record, and so I didn't have time to think, which is always a good thing. But uh, that's not actually the problem, is that right now you can't see this, but if you go and jump on the YouTube channel, and maybe it might not be released right in the first uh, week of the episode being launched, uh, my wife's actually just wearing a bathrobe at the moment. <laughs> no, not just only, but there's something hidden underneath that. I don't know what it is. I'm kind of scared. underneath this, uh, Okay. I'm kind of scared because uh, I don't know if we should make this R-rated uh, for the podcast, and maybe this will be deleted. Um, but anyways, you know why, why we are talking about superpowers, superpowers, superpowers. superpowers. today. They're not just for the Avengers. Or we Batman all have superpowers. Superman. So I thought it would be fun. I'm going to put a costume on. I gave you five minutes. You took a lot longer than five minutes. That's because I'm to, trying to run. To, to assemble, I don't have anything to assemble on, a costume. So just to be very clear, I am my superpower. <laughs> but, but we'll do this quickly because people who are driving in their car can't really see anything. So this is going to be boring for yes, them. But for those right, of you on YouTube, quickly. or check it out quickly, we're going to each put on a costume. And then we have to guess which each, each other's superpower is. And then we're going to talk about superpowers and... Do you want to go first? No, you, you, you can go first. I'm going to unleash my superpower oh, right now. So the robe comes off, people. <laughs> the robe comes off, and here we go. I've got a crown, I've got a saber, and I'm stepping back. This is me, Captain uh, O. No, Queen. Queen O. Queen. And as you can see, I've got a belt. It's Supermom. <laughs> I've got a utility belt, and I have a Pez dispenser. I've got, look, little, I can clap for the kids at the same time I'm putting sunscreen on them. Yeah. I can phone them, and then any kids who aren't behaving, I've got my um, my scepter. So yeah. <laughs> what do you think my superpower is? Uh, multitasking, I would say. Oh, it's no fun. You guessed it on the first. Hey, see that—that's my superpower. So that's very four. My superpower is to be able to read people's minds. <laughs> I'm gonna say organization. That I think is my superpower. Organization. 
Now, where's your? Let's see your costume because you can see I was quite organized. I had mine ready to go. You had a belt and everything. I, I practiced this two weeks ago. I was good. <laughs> two weeks go. ago. <laughs> well, I, was I gave you five she, minutes. And she I, gave you five minutes. She's been practicing for two weeks while I was working. Okay, really quick. All right. Uh, I'm going to get your superpower. I, I actually was debating on several superpowers. I don't have the well, costume. You can't have no. several. So, look, here's, here's, here's one. Here's one. There's got to be rules for this, Lauren. <laughs> the drivers aren't enjoying this. Here, here's one. What, that you have big ears? I have big ears. <laughs> you're, you're related to Frodo? Um, uh, one thing I was listening, thinking about. Listening skills. Oh, that's a good one. I've never thought about that one. So yes, well, um, where else the big would ears you be are going with big ears. <laughs> big ears are I, being a good listener. I think that's what it, that is actually one of my superpowers, but I was actually thinking of an elf and uh, um, you know, giving I was thinking satellite reception. Yeah. I could return no, Foxtel like and you're going to be like picking that. up. I, that, that would be my superpower. I think well, that's one of my superpowers is that yes. uh, uh, being a listener. I was, one last one. Is this a last um, one? There's two more, but there's the... This, what is this? This is a Captain the America Captain. Sword, uh, shield, actually. That, that uh, looks well-made and durable. That <laughs> will withstand a fight <laughs> for is, sure. Christian and I actually <laughs> made this uh, together probably about a year ago. I think more so ago. you than Christian. It and, looks uh, like Yeah, it was... It looks like Christian made it, but it was... But what is that superpower? Superpower, it's... From Captain America is um, integrity. I think that's what I feel. He's got strong integrity. So okay, and we need some. Oh, there's another superpower. superpower My hair's all messed up now. That you look like yourself. Yeah, that's uh, it's just being me. I think (laughs) (laughs) being you. Okay, so that was a mask of Lawrence. He has a mask of himself. Wearing himself. Yeah, I didn't make the mask. Mm. It was uh, given to me two years ago. <laughs> he did. He loves wearing make... it around the house. I'm so good kids, looking. Look kids, at me. The kids love actually wearing that. Mask. Of course they do. Yeah, we all want to look like you. <laughs> <laughs> I should give that mask to Damien. Can we? Oh, Damien. <laughs> so we need rules because it is true. We're being a bit funny here, but we all do have superpowers. It is true. Yeah. So the the the, the key thing about um you know being we love uh, Marvel comics and DC comics and we love the superhero stories. Not everybody, but a lot of people just in, enjoy the love the comics and the, because they we see them ha- having superpowers and and that they're you know um, abnormal. They're different than us normal human beings. Mm-hmm. And we had the discussion maybe a couple of weeks ago talking about the next episode we should talk about is having superpowers and that each and every single one of us actually have a superpower. But the problem is that we don't actually know what that is. Well, a superpower, though, if you're starting to think now, what is my superpower? And it's not being Lawrence Tam. A superpower is something that you cannot not do. It just comes naturally to you. You don't even know. notice that you're doing it. And sometimes you need somebody else to point it out to you and go, you were just amazing at this. This is, you know, if you had to have a superpower, that's definitely you. Well, like, let's frame this up first. But why is it so important to even have a superpower? I think already One, it's okay. cool. It's <laughs> totally cool. Right. You can have a costume. I think, yes. So you might have a costume or you might not. <laughs> uh, or two is that having a superpower allows you to stay in being you. Like it's really being focusing on, on who you are naturally are. Yes. No, actually, I wouldn't, I'll come back to naturally meaning, but being who you are that you have created for yourself over you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years of your life or even longer to, to have focused on and actually being leaning onto something you actually love to do. And that's, that's really, really critical. And number three is that you don't get lot. you know, how this applies to inside champions mind It's about being a champion means that you're focusing on what you're already gifted at, what your genius at, what you have developed all those skills at. And that allows you to not, um, when you get to focus on your genius, you stop doing things that are actually not within your sweet spot of genius skills or superpower skills. And that, because by doing that, it actually drains energy from you. When you think about it, if you do something that you actually don't enjoy, that you don't love, 
it actually drains you, right? It takes so much energy. But when you do something that you love, like you absolutely love to do, that even though it, it, it requires work, mm-hmm. so-called, so, you know, so-called, quote-unquote, work, you actually don't feel. You actually get more energized. Someone asked me that um, the, um, actually yesterday. Yesterday, right? yes. Yesterday. And, um, and you remember that. That's amazing. I do. <laughs> it was yesterday. Yeah. Your superpowers of My kryptonite memory, memory. <laughs> <growing>. <laughs> memory. Uh, But uh, um, I don't know if we should name her, but maybe we should. No, we won't because she's a private individual. She's very but private she knows. She knows so if if she's about. listening, she knows it's her. We had this conversation yesterday. Um, and the conversation was, you know, because does it not drain you doing these podcasts and, and, and doing these videos and, and, you know, presenting in front of, you know, hundreds of people like, does it not drain you? And I, my answer to that goes to me is no, it actually doesn't drain me. It actually, it fuels me uh, energetically uh, for me personally. Well, Well, I was just saying to you, I said, let's go do a recording. And you're like, why right now? And I said to you, I need a recording right now because it pumps up my energy and I need a lift right now. Yeah. And I think so. But it's not for everybody, right? Yeah. For me personally, for my powers, I need, it's almost like Superman. He needs to recharge, um, you know, through the sun. Like for me presenting to people, we, I just came back last week, you know, you were with me we were up in Cairns, up in Palm Cove. Yes. I presented for three whole days, like three work just about myself. Right. And to me, like, I was so energized after that. I was, I was so looking forward to preparing for the next three events that I'm going to do next year. Yeah. Uh, and my mind's already ticking. And so that actually fuels me where some people find it very draining, but I've noticed what I, you know, w- what my certain superpowers are. And so therefore what I love to do, and I lean more into that and more and more. Now, have I discovered everything? No, I haven't. Uh, do I'm leaning towards everything that I, that I'm gifted at? No, I haven't because I'm scared. I mean, there's fear in that. And we should talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, but that's one of the things that's uh, why we should even consider looking and identifying what your superpowers are. But I don't think we do in schools. We're just, it's not something we focus on. So if you have children, it's a good idea. I think help, mm-hmm. help them focus what their superpowers are, because sometimes we're doing jobs as adults and we're not doing something that is within our superpower or we're hiring people and we're having them do jobs that they don't really fit and it would go so much easier and everyone would be so much happier on both sides mm-hmm. if we were doing something that we were really good at. Like for me, it's organization. I do it without even thinking. So if I was utilized by somebody in an organizational capacity, I'm going to be doing the, the best job I can be enjoying it. It's going to be so easy to me and it's benefiting the company. But if I'm put into some other sort of skill set that's not my forte, my product productivity is not going to be as high and I'm not going to be as enjoy enjoying that as well. And, yeah. I, and, and you're an or, a typical organizer. And so, you know, uh, for, for a say company, right. Uh, yeah. to recognize that skill and that genius, that's, um, it's a benefit for them and to be able to, because then they can actually pick tasks and jobs that are specifically for your skill set and that allows you to leverage it rather than placing you into a position that yes. utilizes you know, skill sets that you don't have. So how many superpowers can we have? Is I don't think, I, I think there's a, there's no, I don't think there's any limit, but I would say that most people and just being, you know, being generalized, there's no straight answer to this. This is my opinion. Of course, my <laughs> consult the handbook. How yeah, many, how the, many can the, we have? I think the, 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 the key factor with superpowers is that there are limited amounts of superpowers because that's what it, like, what I mean by that is just every person has a limited amount. I don't know what that limit is. Could be three, could be one, could be five, but yes. everybody's, you know, can, in order to be, I mean, let's def- define superpowers. Let's, wait, it's a distinction. Because we can be good at lots of things. Look yes. at those eyes. I caught on the screen. It was like the death stare. 
can be good at lots of things, but this is something you are exceptional at. That is like breathing to you. It comes easy. Yeah, it's your one percent. It's、yes. like your genius skill. And in order for you to have developed that genius skill, you would have to take time to master that skill. And you, you know, typically as human beings, it takes years, right, decades to master that skill. And so, therefore, when you take, if you factor that in, there's not that many things you could do in different areas to master those superpowers. So,、mm. really. That's why I think there's going to be a limited amount. Usually, you know, one, two, or three superpowers that each person would have. But here's the thing. Here's the kicker, right? Yes, I feel like this is most people don't know their own superpowers. They don't even know that they they even have it. But I'm not shocked because I didn't know my superpower. Yeah, so, well, so you happened to say it like a few weeks ago, and then I knew you'd forget about it, so we could do this episode. Right. So it took you it took you forty years, forty one years. To- well, you know, I no, I didn't think about it, and then、yeah. you said like your superpower is organization, and I thought, well, it's not really a superpower; it's just something I do. It's that something I right do. there, right there, just、right? watch what she said. Right, she said because that's not a superpower to her, and she goes, that's what everybody. I think everybody I mean, does it. We、exactly. can we can all do it.、That、like line, it's not hard. That line in itself. Indicates. Now it doesn't always have to be. But that line indicates. If you ever hear yourself say that when someone compliments you on something, and you say that or、yes. you think that thought, that gives you an automatically hint right there that that is potentially a superpower that you actually have because you think because it comes so naturally to you、yes. that you think everybody else in the world or majority of people in the world possess that power. That's kind of true. It is true.、Right. I watch. I watch Master Chef when they put them under the the pressure cooker,、mm-hmm. and they've got to multitask and do ten thousand things, and then they forget to do something. and And I'm always watching it, going, "That's not hard." It, it probably is. Like, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's gonna put me on Master Chef, and I'll fall on my face. But to me, it doesn't look hard because I can see the steps of the organization of when things. And you see me cook, right? <laughs> Which is not often. Oh no! But if I had to cook、it、a meal, it doesn't make sense. It's like you do. I have to. Like, I I can't get the sequencing right. <laughs> like I have to.、Prepare. You focus on one thing, and then I'm like, "What about the vegetables and this and setting the table?" It's a、I'm、juggling a act. I'm、It's、a, a man. <laughs> men cannot multitask. Well, most Kids, men, anyway. All we're having for dinner is chicken. <laughs> Eat your meat. <laughs> that's right. And here's some raw vegetables. Cut it yourself.、Um, you know, and and but that's that's the key. Going back to like finding、yes. your superpowers, it's about you not knowing. Most people don't realize it; and they don't even recognize it. And you actually need to go through a process of actually asking people around you. And one of the tasks、mm-hmm. I've talked about this in the past、uh, in previous episodes.、Um, but and you know, to one of the ways is you don't since you can because you can't identify yourself. Are really hard to.、Mm-hmm. Best thing to do is actually ask someone. Not just one person though, because one person is in one perspective.、Yes. But you want to ask as many people as you can. But they have to be close to you. So my suggestion is nine people. And here's the reason why I pick nine.、Um, it's not just any random number.、Mm-hmm. Minimum nine,、okay. and it, nine people gives you a sort of like a 360 degrees of people's perception of you. I just recognize, and I'm still going through this in my head right now, is that I have a very, I think I have a terrible perception of myself of self compared to a, a sort of difference perception of how people perceive me. Like I think I'm I'm perceived a certain way. And then I've been. Then you get feedback. I get so much feedback. I'm so surprised by what people think of me,、um, and good or bad. Like it's not. It's not good or bad. It's not just putting judgment on it, but it's just more like I didn't realize that people saw me that way. And so I'm. When you start to ask those、uh, those questions to those people, it makes an impact. So here's the nine. The reason I pick nine is because、yes. you need to get different levels of perception. Perception because your friends will see you in a different light compared to people. I thought you're you thinking people、to. have different heights. Then when you're saying different levels, so first you need a three foot person. 
get yourself a five foot <laughs> and then a six foot and you're covered. No. Okay. So different, different levels. Oh, I'm not going to explain it. So three levels is this is the rules of 33. Okay. The rule of 33 is basically a third. And basically the third is this, you pick three people who look up to you. Right. So maybe as a, as a, you know, as a coach or as a mentor, then I have uh, clients. So yes. I might actually get the, the clients. If you're a teacher, you may get to get your students to kind of, um, you know, uh, question you, or if you have, um, you know, people that, you know, kind of look up to your position or your, your particular area of expertise, you ask those people and ask them simple questions because, you know, tell me honestly, what are, what, if I had to have a superpower, what do you think those are? You know, what do you think I'm really gifted at? Or those types of lines of question. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the second level of 33 is basically ask people of the same sort of your closest friends, people in the same peer group, same level in terms of if you're depending on whether you're coming from a career perspective or being uh, a human perspective or whatever. And then the third is someone you look up to, right? Three people that you actually look up to that they're, they're, they are your mentors. And so they see you in a different light. And by having a, a rounded viewpoint and different perception of who you are, you get different perspective. Now they're not all going to say the same thing, mm -hmm. but what you're looking for is the common two things. One is the commonality of what they're saying yes. to you. And number two is that conversation you have yourself and saying, well, no, that's, that can't be true. Cause that's not super hard. Everybody has that. Yes. If you have that internal dialogue, then you know that possibly that is a potential superpower that you never knew existed. But would you believe that? Because if people are telling you something, but you honestly don't believe it to your core, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how many people tell it to you because unless you take that on as part of your persona. Yeah. Oh, no, I think you, that you're right. You, know, you won't. However, having said that first thing before you actually take it on is being aware. Yes. If you're not aware of your own skill set and genius, mm -hmm. you can't harness it or even uh, allow yourself to accept it. So sit with it and see if it resonates with you. And you think actually, Absolutely. yeah, that, that is something. But maybe, I'm very good but at. remember you're, because you're a terrible judgment of yourself sometimes allowing it to just sink in a little bit. And just well, oftentimes when people give you great feedback, our tendency is to kind of push back is to not accept it. And well, it's uncomfortable. You want it when they say you did good, you want to go, you did good too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you look nice. You look nice too. It's, you need to, first of all, is to be able to step back and listen to what they have to say. And, and accept the, the that ears, dialogue. Right? Listen to yes. it and just allow it to sink in and land and feel it emotionally hmm. and take it like, great, gratefully um, and graciously to be able to just absorb it and think about it. And does it land with you? Does it feel right with you? And if you need clarification, ask. But, but I think people we are so resistant to people's praises by they go, Oh no, but that's, you know, don't, don't worry about it. We're not accepting their gift when they're actually telling you. And this is, uh, you know, we're talking to people who are in confidence and yes. people, we're not, we're not trying to feed our ego here. We're trying to just give our truth of how our, the world sees us because we can't see ourselves. No. Even in the mirror, you can't see really. Well, see I can yourself. see myself. That's probably explains your hair all the time, but I, I can see myself. Easy. Easy. <laughs> but it's also too, is saying, thank you. As you're saying it, it's just so quick to push it back onto the other person. And, um, we've learned that along the way is that when somebody's giving you a compliment, you're kind of doing them a disservice by quickly chucking it back at them. Yes. You know, just to say, you know, thank you. Mm -hmm. And that's uncomfortable too, just to leave it at saying thank you and nothing else. That's right. Because our natural tendency is to want to put the focus back onto somebody else. Yeah. And the, the, the hard part is, is accepting that genius, right? Accepting that we're actually special because the whole point of you saying someone's more talented or someone is, oh, they're just gifted. They're naturally gifted. Mm. Right. Well, by you saying they're naturally gifted, that means that you have no potential to ever do that. 
Well, that's not necessarily true. That's where you get your super team. That's where you get your Avenger team of people of different superpowers to come together and don't waste your time doing stuff that's not in your skill set. Get your partner to do that. I know you disagree with this, but I mean, I read read this book um, called um, Peak by Anders Ericsson, and he's the one who's a scientist who popularized um, the, you know, the discipline and not discipline, but on terms of um, dedicated work. And dedicate work, he popularized the 10,000-hour rules that we often hear about from Malcolm Gladwell. And one of the things he said was What's that- What's the 10,000-hour rule? To be an expert? To, to be an expert, you need okay. 10,000 hours yes. or 10 years. That's popularized from Malcolm Gladwell. But however, yes. he doesn't believe that. He, well, he does sort of believe in to an extent, but it's about the, what you do in that 10,000 hours to actually get you to that level. Right. So what, does he, so what does he think that he I don't agree with? You don't agree with is, the, is that no one's born as a natural talent of any kind. That any talent that any, whether it be sports people or any, or singer or musician, they develop that talent through their lifetime to get to that level. And <laughs> I'm, I'm closing my mouth. And, I'm letting you finish. And this is just his opinion, right? Yes. And he's saying that just because he goes, yes, someone may be um, more like a DNA wise has more uh, the opportunity, right? The opportunity to be more talented, however, does not necessarily mean they will be super talented. Oh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Yeah. Wait, you know what? I, I don't agree. I, I haven't read it. So maybe out of context of you explaining it, I'm not getting it because I think people have naturally gifted inclinations. Some people are just born being able to sing and others aren't. And if you take nope. those two people, <laughs> I think so. You take those two people and put them under voice lessons and they do the same work. I feel like one is just going to be naturally better than the other. I don't, you know what? I'm I would never win the voice. I, I've got an okay voice, but I'm not going to win it. But you haven't actually ever developed that voice or spent any time but, developing that voice. But I think there's a limit to it. That's like saying you own a Toyota car and you can go drive in one of those fast yeah. racing car places. What are they? NAS? Go-karts? <laughs> no, not go-karts. Where the, the guys are racing the cars. NAS. NASCAR NAS, racing? NASCAR racing. If you've got a Toyota with a Toyota engine, why am I using a car analogy? It is yeah. still not me. Yeah, but, but if you no. had a Toyota yeah. with a Toyota yeah. engine, there's no way you can just say, hey, if you practice just as hard, little Toyota, you are going to win the NASCAR. Well, then we got Trump. So so maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Trump won an election and I'm just, <laughs> maybe we just can no, but we got to be, be very, we, we got to be very, very clear here. That the saying that I'm not saying DNA does not have a factor here. He does say DNA has a factor, but yes. what I'm saying is predictability-wise, that just because you're maybe you know gifted and have a gifted voice doesn't necessarily all of a sudden you're going to be. A oh, it doesn't singer. mean it's going to happen That's unless, right. you, unless pursue... you pursue practice and over years and years of dedication. Yes. No one's born with a singing voice and become a beautiful singer. No, they have to train it. Yes, but I think you are born with a somewhat leaning into something a little bit more that you have more of a natural ability to pick it up DNA. The DNA gives you the opportunity to do it, but you still need to practice. Yes. Because by us saying that some, like one other person has this natural gift of superpower, right? That they didn't have to work for. That is saying that they're special and you're not. That's the danger of that. Yeah. But then you look at, we look at the school system, right? Mm -hmm. Some kids, let's give an example. Some child might be very, very good at math and not good at English. And typically in schooling systems, what we do is we don't focus on what they're good at. We say you do really well in that area, but you need to focus on math. And we put all the time and energy and that may never be a skill set they have. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't put the time and energy into learning math because we need that in life. 
but it's almost like we, we don't put any emphasis or focus onto what people are naturally gifted at to be like, you know what, let's go with this. Let's really encourage you in this pathway. And it's the same with staff. Yeah, well, oftentimes it's, it is yeah. down down to how you are built and what your each personality is yes. is is geared for, right? So yes, there are some DNAs there. Then there's certain patterns and some experiences and how they were raised and how they were born and how their personality personality comes into play here. If you're not passionate about math and you actually don't even enjoy math, the person who doesn't enjoy math can still learn to be a great math- mathematician. Yeah. However. It's going to be way better if you actually enjoy mathematical skills and actually develop that math, math, mathematical skills to become a mathematician, right? That's the key is that there has to be some enjoyment. It's not just about practice. What I'm saying is practice can get you there, but practice and enjoyment, like yes. actually loving it, that's going to get you better. But you can't have it without the practice is what's key. So you develop yes. your super. Why, why we're even talking around circles about this is because in order for you to have developed superpower, which all of you have, all of you have is because you spent years creating it, but maybe you, unconsciously. Unconsciously, because you can see it as a child. You can see kids doing it. Like my parents used to find me in the kitchen cupboard organizing all the tin cans. Yeah. I would organize my mom's cupboard. What child does that? You know, and, and it didn't dawn on me that I, I have, that child. <laughs> that I oh, have organizational God. skills. <laughs> what are you doing on Saturday, Karen? Organizing the pantry. <laughs> and you know, good night. <laughs> I think that so all I'm trying to say is that it's so important for you to recognize your superpowers because if you can, you can lean, leverage it and lean, lean on, on it. it. But every superpower, unfortunately, and kryptonite has his kryptonite. It did That's where I was going to go. You took my line. Oh, you are a mind sorry. reader as well. Hey, that's, uh, so, that's okay. Skill. Well, fine. Kryptonite. What's the kryptonite? What's the downside to your superpower? So it's important to know your superpower because now there's the kryptonite. I think if every, every, every strength, every person who has strength and everything, or one of you has strength, but you also have your weaknesses. And the problem is that, like you said before, we teach our kids to focus on their weaknesses, which is kind of ass backwards in a sense, because we should really focus on lifting their strength and strengthening their strength and managing the weakness. doesn't mean that yes. you don't forget about it. Managing. Manage the weakness. That was the word but we don't have to improve the weaknesses to like, you know, take that F to like an A, yes. right? Let's get that F to like a manageable level of C. And then let's take that A to an A plus, right? Um, that's the areas of focus on, you know, using that as an analogy. And so every kryptonite, everybody person, because you focused on one thing, you're going to have to negate. So in human beings, when you develop the neuro, neuro, uh, the neurons between, uh, I think zero and two, you have all these neurons. You have to, all the potential as a child between zero and two to develop to develop any skill you want. But you can't be great at everything. So what happens is that when you do something over and over again, that creates more synapse, which means that synapse gets stronger and stronger and stronger. But the synapse that you're not using, right? Yes. So inactivity in that area, they start to die away. And that's why. It doesn't mean that they can't form later on, but they start to die away. So that you get stronger and stronger and focus on those synapses that you're actually practicing. But on. that's interesting when you're getting into that the synapses going across the hemispheres because it has been proven that for women, when we're girls, when we're doing stuff, we're going left, right, left, right, back and forth. Boys, the little bridge that connects the two is smaller. And so when they're trying to go left and right, it doesn't happen as much. So it ends up plugging into one hemisphere a lot more. That's why. So genetically, that's why girls are better at juggling things and being able to have 10 conversations at once. Whereas, so ladies don't yell at your man next time that he's saying, we can't multitask. Yes, that's right. You that's can't why help I can only it. cook you one are, thing at a time. You were born that way, and yeah. we are born. And Damien, you are a girl. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> okay, so I think that just proves who the superior race is, right there. Yeah. We oh, we're that. not going to get into that argument in this. But episode. I wasn't going there with kryptonite. 
the way you were. I, I do agree. We need, we have weaknesses we need to manage, but we need to lean into our strengths. But our superpower mm. can also be our kryptonite. Yes. Okay. I, I see what you're That's talking. the angle that I'm going with it because. Yeah. So when you're super organized, just say for you. Right? Yes. Because it's easier to talk um, me for to talk about you and your kryptonite. And I'm sure you can talk about mine. But your kryptonite being yes. super organized is that everything has to be organized. Everything has to be in the right place yes. before you actually action something or do something. Everything's got to be in perfection and alignment. Or when you go to so go to a hotel room, for example, we have to like put all the clothes in the appropriate spaces, even though we're going to be there for two days, you know, like all those type of things. Or we can't, you know, we can't leave the house unless everything is clean. Like I know some of you ladies out there are like saying, yes, what are you like? Why would you not do, why would you do that? Right. But you have to like, everything's going to be clean top to bottom, you know, leave in a pristine area. Sheets are changed so that when you come home, everything's all pristine and clean. <laughs> okay, and, I think they get the idea. Yeah, you get it. I think so that unfortunately will stop you from, you know, you know, progressing on being flexible. Well, yeah, it's, it stops flexibility. It also causes stress. And if I'm attending other people's events, and they're not very well organized. I have a hard time sitting through that. Are you naming think, anybody particular? No, I'm not naming anybody <laughs> at all. No, your events are wonderful. They're just not quite organized how I would organize. And I can still pull off a great event still. Like you can, but imagine how much more amazing you would be with me behind you to the moon and back. Are you trying to apply for a speed. job here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm talking about with kryptonite. So it's important to know what your skill is mm -hmm. and then see how that can be frustrating to you or hindering you or holding you back. I think just being able to recognize that your, your superpower can also be your kryptonite and being aware and that's okay. And just being okay with it. Um, you know, oftentimes, for example, like, I don't know what my kryptonite is. Maybe you can tell me. Me. <laughs> you are my superpower. So therefore you're my kryptonite. Yeah, that's actually true. Um, I think, I don't know, maybe for, for me it might be, is that, um, because I care so much about people, like I care about connections and I care about, um, how people feel, um, that I spend more time than I'm actually have, you know, in, tor in, 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 that's true. in, in that's terms true. of conversations. You get tied up on conversations um, and I'm like, wrap it up, wrap it up, gotta go, go, you know, and yep. where I kind of get caught up because I, I actually do care for that person. I want to make sure I, I create that impact for that person. So, you know, that is, you know, that, you know, a small I, I, I feel when you say that, that you're this caring person in the relationship and I walk no. by and kind of just push them off the ledge a little bit <laughs> and just say, let's go. <laughs> no, no, it's not that it's not true, but I'm just saying yeah. for me, like that's, I know that that hinders me. You know, when I'm only have a half an hour call, I go over time. Yes, and I then you miss it. lunch and you don't have lunch. Exactly. And yeah, you don't, exactly. You're not very organized, Lawrence. Yeah, I, I need oh. an organizer and that's why I married that you. That would be me. Okay, yeah. so superpowers. They are out there. They are real. Accept I, them. I think that's one point. Embrace them. them. I think it's hard. Like, it took me a long time to embrace my own superpowers. And I'm still mm -hmm. looking and searching for my maybe deeper superpowers that I don't even know I have yet. Um, I'm constantly searching. I think it's a never ending search and thing. It's like a polishing stone and constantly polishing and kind of make it better um, and refining it. And because first of all, it gives you energy it yes. chooses you up, it lights you up and then you actually get to enjoy the things that you love to do. Um, and then actually, like it, like I said, energizes you, but then all of a sudden people see you in a different light. People see that you are actually having fun in life yes. and not struggling through. And what a great example for your kids. Yeah, it's a right? great model, it's right? It's a great model. Help them. And then with your staff as well, it can make a total difference to the dynamics of your team. Mm. Instead of building. trying to mold our kids or mold someone else to what we think we, they should be, yes. um, it's about leaning to them and allow them to discover. Like we, you know, and I'm not saying that we're perfect parents, but I know that one of the things that the challenges that we have is, is to just allow them to be kids and not force them to anything and just go and give everything a try. But the, the, the only conditions that they finish, right? They finish a particular term or they finish whatever they started, finish it. 
and then decide at the end, not just go on, try this for a couple of days and then, and like, then give, up. give up. Yeah. Um, it's about fun, funding. So even if that's not what you want to do, it's just say you try ballet for a couple of classes. You don't enjoy it. Well, you committed to it. You wanted to do it. Let's finish that term. Like that's what you committed to. Let's finish it before, you know. Yeah, and and I said to you that, and you're like, I don't want to wear the tutu anymore, Karen. I just don't want to wear the pink leotards. And I said, Lawrence, you have to stay committed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you walked into yeah, that one. Don't show those pictures. Don't show those pictures. <laughs> I think that's about it. We're wrapping up. And so I, I, my best advice is for everybody is go do that exercise. Go ask your your friends. Go ask the, the you know, the, the friends around. You don't have to use the three-tier method, but you ask, you know, seven, five to ten closest friends um, and ask them, you know, what they think your superpower is. Take, you know, sit back, listen open your, you know, open your ears. Um, and so just absorb it and see where it lands with you and discover it. And you'd be surprised, I think, to discover, um, how people perceive you. I'm excited to hear what people's superpowers are. So leave us comments because there might be people who are struggling out there thinking, I just, I can't get a list to even start with. So if you kind of discover yours, pop it up there, people can read through the list and that might give them some insight into what you know would be really cool here is possibly like if you're yes. listening to this, That's um, cool. I know you don't know us that well. Uh, you know, <laughs> I tell you everything. Parents, what do you mean? But maybe you would be able to go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash inside the champion's mind. Mm-hmm. Why they're like us there, but comments below this particular post, right? And tell us what you think our superpowers are that we may not even talked about yet. Okay. I yes. think that'll be, that'll yes. be cool. Um, I know it's challenging. Feels very revealing. People telling me things about myself. Yeah. And I think that's one thing we never talk about. I want to extend this a couple of minutes. It's the okay. fear. It's there, the, there is a fear. When you just said that, then I'm just like clutching onto you. Like, it's, what are you saying, Lawrence? Yeah. It's very there fearful fear. to lean into fear. and discover something that, you know, how people see you. And I'm open to it. And well, you're open to it now because I just threw it out there. I guess and, I have to um, be. <laughs> I'd love for you to hear just from based on, you know, based on maybe, you know, based on your the, listening to the podcast or based on watching these videos, you know, what is your thoughts? Her superpowers are um, because obviously, you know, if you've been a long time listener of Inside Champions Mind, she's joined us in the last nine episodes. How has her superpower influenced my superpowers in this context as a co-host. And, um, you know, I know my energy has shifted and changed, you know, and, but I've also done a lot of work prior, just prior to that too, as well. Like I'm not negating that it's all you, not to say that you didn't have an influence on it, but, uh, but also I think that is also had a massive shift for me too, as well. So, um, you know, four or five months ago. Well, you certainly weren't wearing costumes, Lawrence. No, I wasn't. And, uh, I I hate Halloween. Just, just, just want to make that point clear. But anyways, guys, I would love for you to hear hear that comment and feedback. I think that would be really important for us too as well. All right, guys, go to Inside Champions Mind, uh, like I said, Facebook page, uh, go to the wellness couch, listen to us there. And more importantly, I love for you to share this podcast with other, um, people that you think would love to hear this message and just enjoy this type of show. Uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a comment there. Comments are are so, so important um, because that would really help us. So this is the the Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome uh, mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything you do. I'm Lawrence Tan. And I'm Karen. With something. The Sabre. This is the (laughs) Sabre. The Super Mom Sabre. Yes. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.